Oh yeah, man! Doesn't get doesn't get any better than that. Simpler times, simpler times. Well, you know they say that there is like a lake or river of fresh water at the bottom of the ocean. Uh, fresh water? Are you sure? I thought it was just a different. Uh, it's different water, maybe not fresh. It's like different density of water. I think I think it's like some sort of alien water. We're not allowed to go into it. Apparently, it's almost like a wall of water that humans cannot penetrate. And uh, I think it leads to the other side of the ice wall, where uh, flat Earth continues on forever. I'm pretty sure is how that works. <laughs> Past Antarctica, you know what I'm saying? You got all the other. Lands that exist beyond the ice wall there on the flat earth realm, right? Yeah, underwater lakes and rivers form on the bottom when seawater seeps up from the seafloor. All right. the salt layer around it and then collects in the resulting depression. Uh, yeah, that's... Uh, so you, All right, good so stuff. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure it has to be saltier. To be to sink, right? Because salt water is more dense than fresh water. That's why you float easier in the ocean than the lake. I like the idea that you figure out some entryway into this wildly f- fresh looking new water down there, and then you enter into a world where you can breathe. <laughs> See what I'm saying? That's where I'm at with this yeah. whole uh, <laughs> water at the bottom of the ocean. That's my. That's my jam there. Right. Yeah, no, but I think it's like even saltier. It's not fresh water. It's like even denser. Yeah, well, you go with your facts and information, and I'll fly <laughs> with my tinfoil hat nut job conspiracy theory. All right? If it was less dense than water, than the ocean water, it would rise to the top. Right? Well, that sounds good to me, but I'm, I'm still going with some magical water that we can't penetrate. It exists down there at the bottom. Hey, it worked out for uh, Jason Statham. Yeah, I think Jason Statham could ride the Meg right through the wall. That's what that was all about, was that, like, methane wall. Yeah, I, I which, don't... Which I, also made no sense. I have to I be mean, totally honest with you, there's no way I finished the Meg or Meg 2. <laughs> In fact, remember, we covered this. I never saw Meg. I, I went straight to Meg 2. Still didn't... You know, I, I'm actually, kinda, I, I actually have a bet going that they didn't finish making it. They just knew nobody would finish watching it. Do you think at like, you know, at the 82 minute mark in the first Meg, it just ends and there's no yeah. credits, nothing. It's just that's the, the reel runs out. That's the end of Meg. They start up Meg 2 some point around there. <laughs> at some point, it just switches over to the new Disney movie. That way they could count it as a watch. Oh, right. It goes to the Marvels. Yeah, the Marvels. Yeah, then it counts, or, or wish. counts as a download. Yeah, right. You want to fill in the blank with <laughs> Oh, man, well, we uh, made it here. It's uh, Wednesday. Wow, what a weird one, huh? Not usual for the dudes, but we're doing it, uh, switching things around. Uh, Mike, how, how's the week treating you, man? Are you having a good time? Are you enjoying the uh, news that's been coming out, especially from Biden today? Dude, he, he walloped us today, man. He uh, dropped a doozy with, um, we're basically going to send troops to go fight Russia, and then he followed it up with, and I'm going to forgive student loans to about 80 million people. Oh, he, dude, with everything coming out now, they have to. I mean, I love the idea that he went from Hunter Biden did nothing wrong 
to, hey, he might have done something wrong. I don't know. I never talked to him about it. To, oh, of course, I talked to him about it. He's my son, but I never took anybody. To, oh, that money in my bank account that was directly transferred from his bank account <laughs> from the Chinese government? Yeah. <laughs> uh, nothing to see here, guys. Uh, remember student loans? Guys, student look, loans. don't talk about Hunter. I'm doing pizza every day. Everybody Joe. gets pizza <laughs> every day. Come on, Uncle Joe. <laughs> Hear me out. Tacos on Tuesdays. And Thursdays. I know. <laughs> yeah. A little it crazy. Might even do a, one of those pizza with the taco ingredients on there. The taco pizza. Mm, or the Mexican pizza. Yeah, I, didn't, I wasn't sure if that was uh, racist or not anymore. Is, is it Latinx ah. pizza? Or how do we, what do we do here with that? Mm, that's a tough one. Dude, I was actually thinking about it today. Really funny. Because you know this whole thing about changing the name from India to Bharat? Or whatever the fuck you say it. I thought it was Bakhmut. <laughs> is, that, is that what we're fighting in Ukraine? Oh, does, I, I got it confused yeah. with Don Bosk. Sorry. Don. Yeah. <laughs> See, you know, no, but, uh, I already forget. <clears throat> I thought it was really funny because uh, this guy yesterday, these guys were talking, and this guy said something about an Indian. And right away, everybody was like, well, what kind of Indian? You talking about riding a horse here or the dot on the oh, head? Yeah, you know what man. I'm saying? Are, we, are we hunting buffaloes or are we uh, wiping our ass with our bare hands? What are we doing here? <laughs> and wiping it on the curtains. I don't know why their houses <laughs> smell so bad. Jesus fucking Christ, people. But uh, then I thought how so fucking funny it is. Like, we landed into the, onto this continent and we're just like, oh, those, are, those guys are Indians. And they're like, who the fuck are Indians? You know what I mean? We, like, landed on the wrong continent. That's how the story goes. Ran, landed on the wrong continent and just started calling these people Indians because we thought we were in India. I like where you're going with this because we already called them Indians, but that was already wrong to begin with. Yeah, we, na- we named them after people we thought they were, and those people were people that we just landed on years before <laughs> and just gave them a name of our own. <laughs> well, no, and it was Indian, so I'm starting to think that when it comes to history and us kind of floating around the world, landing on continents, meeting, you know, strange tanned peoples. I, we just called them all Indians, no matter where we landed. Like, India might have just been the N-word of the day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And we just kind of never realized it. I like that. <laughs> what do you call <laughs> oh, Hey, yeah. sir, what do you think those are over there? I, I look like a bunch of Indians. And then here, we, <laughs> here we are arguing over red skin and engine. <laughs> Little do we know, we named a whole country India. <laughs> we named this whole country India. They're, they don't consider themselves India, but we do. And then years later, go to another land, and we're like, you kind of look like those people. We're going to call <laughs> you Indians, too. You know what I mean? It's so funny. And I do like the idea of just being like, we're going to call you this now. <laughs> <laughs> and then all the maps of the world forever are going to say this. <laughs> like, uh, But where'd you guys get the word India from? Uh, it's from those people over there. Yeah, but you just made that name up for them. <laughs> well, you see, uh, it used to be the N-word of our day. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying, though? It's so funny. It's just like this totally random name that just got labeled onto two groups of people across the world. And it ended up being racist to both peoples. It's really fantastic. Oh, to everybody. <laughs> you know it's, what I mean? It offended everyone. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> A thousand years later, uh, 600 years later. Some kid paints his face black and red and is the devil. It's horrible, yeah. But we made some amends for all these atrocities. We changed it to the Washington Commanders. Do you see what we did? 
Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Clean slate. Yeah. Clean slate. What's that? Yeah. No, that's still the Chicago Blackhawks, damn it. Yeah. Say what? How's that racist? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that double racist? You got the black with the hawk? Black hawk? I don't know. I don't know how that works anymore. With these people. No, no, that's named after the bird in India. Oh, <laughs> right. <laughs> See how that works? Oh, man. Yeah, so uh, we're looking down uh, good times now. I'm glad everyone's getting their student loans. This just blasted by my face while I was getting ready for the show, and I, like, uh, boiled over with extreme rage instantaneously. It, every every few weeks, this dude's polls go in the dump, and they just announce they're forgiving student loans to a bunch of people, but they keep doing it, I think, to the same group of people. Like, is, has anyone had any forgiveness on these loans? I, I don't know one person. I don't know one person. I just think they're announcing shit. It makes the headlines, but then, you know, logistically speaking, in the background, you know, where the numbers are crunched and checks are written or, you know, debts are forgiven, I think nothing happens. Yeah. And then everybody yeah, forgets because, oh, we got another war over here, or did you read about Taylor Swift today? You know, and so, like, everybody, you know, is just moving on to the next thing, like Goldfish, and they forgot that. Taylor Swift, person of the year. Say what? Yeah. <laughs> Taylor Swift was fucking person of the year or whatever. Dating all the way back to 1927, <laughs> time has selected the man, woman, group, or concept with the most influence on the world, for better or worse. Since 1927, and they, when they were showing this, <laughs> they show a picture of Martin Luther King, JFK, you know, Neil Armstrong on the moon, right? During the past 12 months, Sam Jacobs is <laughs> The most time... influential person of the year. In the world. In, in the, the world. world, man. In the world. Most of the world doesn't know who the fuck Taylor Swift is. You know, it's not the guy who's uh, firing life or humanity-saving rocket ships into the, you know, stratosphere here, right? No, <laughs> not that guy. that guy. No, dude. no, no. The dude trying to save humanity? No, no. You know, because, you know, he, he said an anti-Semitic tweet the other day. So we can't. <laughs> Can't have that guy be person of the year. No. Right? I don't know. We're going we're gonna, to... Uh, drum roll. We got the dude, drum roll. Dude, what's really funny she... is uh, it's consistently every year the people with the most followers around the world are like soccer and uh, cricket players. That's funny you say that. I read an article about the most wikipedia ideas or phrases or people and um, the top... I can't remember what the first one was now. It's blowing my mind. It was kind of silly. Uh, Taylor Swift was like top five, I believe. And uh, it kind of blew my mind how everything in there was cricket. Yeah, it's the biggest, it's the biggest game in the world. In per, is Premier League cricket? Uh, I'm not gay, so I don't know. But Exa- I know that's uh, Mike. That was called a test, and you passed <laughs> with rainbow colors, my friend. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you. Even I like to be reaffirmed every once in a while. <laughs> Not me. Three quarters out that closet, folks. Watch <laughs> oh, out. we know. Dude. Three quarters. Really, about fifteen, sixteenths at this point. If I uh, correctly pronunciate uh, or enunciate uh, a French word, I'm in trouble. I might be fully yeah. out there. <laughs> oh, it's like fifteen French words equals a dick in your mouth. That's like, <laughs> you know. And in France, they call that the full baguette. Uh, it's kind of it's a big thing out there, the French. 
Uh, this is great. Person of the year. Most influential person of the year. Nobody really, nobody knows who the fuck you are in the world. If you actually Damn look good. at a world scale. This is fantastic, dude. So, uh, the best part here is you, you're going to get an actual real-life question from the uh, host here, and I really enjoy this. Morning. Welcome to today. You get a drum roll. Okay. okay. <laughs> we need one, but you, you can reveal, right? You wait till you hear the excitement in this dude's voice from Time Magazine. When he... Oh, who it is. Are you ready for it? We're, We're ready, ready for okay. it. The 2023 Time Person of the Year is Taylor Swift. Okay, yeah. Taylor Swift, and I think you have several covers. Yes, you do, We're and an interview it. with Taylor. Mm -hmm. Let me just, let's just get this out of the way, Sam. Because the world is on fire right now. And, mm -hmm. you know, this is person of the year and it purports to say this is the most influential mm -hmm. person or group of persons in the world this year. You pick Taylor. We know about I, her I mean, just for optics, you think these people would have picked Zelensky. Dude, that's what I'm saying. Like, right? Or like, like just... No BB? No BB Netanyahu right nah, now? We or, even sent him 150 billion like, fucking dollars. That's what I'm saying, you know what I mean? Man. How about you fucking justify sending a guy 100 billion dollars and make him prisoner of the year for the war he fought? You know what I mean? I don't know. Can we get more cool? Like, okay, we're it's always this top tweeted people, right? Whatever it is, it's a popularity contest. I get it, but there's this dude in like India, I think. Who created like his own jungle by planting a hundred trees for a uh, uh, Bakhmut? Sorry, for planting like a hundred <laughs> trees, you know, a day or a year, and he like created a literal like forest slash jungle with actual ecosystem and life. Like, put him on the cover of Time magazine and talk about how this dude created a jungle, man. Yeah, but what was his tour called? Did he go on a tour? No tour. No, no. no. Uh, he didn't. He didn't go on an Eras tour. Uh, <laughs> uh, dude, I was reading an article yesterday about this like breaking news out of uh, Japan or China, where these scientists they're like they found a way to harness energy from a black from like mini black holes. I believe they are creating mini suns. I thought that was what the mini uh, black holes. Black oh, holes. All right. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Did you see that? That was unbelievable. No, that's crazy. I'm sure it'll lead to our ultimate demise. There's no doubt. Or hopefully... In uh, yeah, but those guys are definitely more influential than goddamn Taylor Swift. I'll be more into these dudes when they create a black hole and it sucks us into a new universal plane where Sinbad made a movie where he's a genie. <laughs> That's right. I can't get or, over Shazam. <laughs> after they create the black hole, will they give the black hole James Madison's flute to play? <laughs> Just curious. I mean, by black hole, we're talking about Lizzo's ass here, right? Is that what you're talking about here? So, right? I assume, you know, it is the black hole on Earth, you know? <laughs> Lizzo faded from the limelight after she got sued by multiple people for fat phobia. I know, it's so stupid. Kind of crazy, right? Uh, all right, do you want to hear more on this? Uh, I have to. It's fantastic. Yeah. He's going to explain to us how they came to deciding that Taylor Swift is the most influential uh, person in the world this year. How did you justify this decision? Every year, you know, we get the staff together. We debate this throughout the entire summer and fall, picking one person who represents the... This is what happens with inclusivity hiring. See? Everybody yeah, loves sure. Taylor, and so that's all they think about. Eight billion people on the planet is no easy task. And certainly in a, in a year when the world is divided, there's a lot of light and a lot of darkness. There are a number of different choices that could have represented 2023. But we 
picked a choice, someone who represents joy, someone who's bringing light to the world, someone who's taken her own story and made it big enough for everyone. Mm -hmm. And I don't think there's anyone who's moved light so many people so well as Taylor light Swift did in 2020. Yeah, she's... Is that light reaching the dark corners of Cameroon? Wow, yeah. <laughs> How about Sudan? You see what's going on in Sudan? It's not good. It's not good in Sudan right now. No light. Very little light. <laughs> no light of joy from the Eras Tour? Yeah, you... In, uh, you know. <laughs> Did you notice Eras Tour didn't stop in Sudan or the Congo? Or, uh... Mogadishu? Yeah, Was no, that a hot, right hot ticket there? <laughs> Didn't didn't stop off over there in one of the three private jets that she owns. No, 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 didn't happen. No runways must have not been big enough. That's the problem. That's right. Bringing no light over there to Mogadishu. There's no shine it from the airplane as you go over. At least, yeah. Uh, That's all I got on that one. I I think it's funny that you went into that. So hilarious to me. Um, yeah, good times, man. I this is I think perfect. For this year, right? I mean, you're not even the most influential person in America. <laughs> right? I don't know. I did a lot of thinking on this one today, and I started coming back around to this. Is, we've entered idiocracy. Taylor Swift, most, you know, she's person of the year. And also, I saw floating around the interwebs today that The Rock was being like, Kind of, you know, he was talking to Secret Service, and he's he's maybe getting into uh, the you know the ring there, for lack of a better word. Uh, uh, hey, oh, yeah, uh, no, but he's a. Do you smell what the Rock is cooking? I was uh, just that's right <laughs> out of my goddamn mouth. He's he's cooking a VP run. Yeah, man, I think they're gonna toss in the Rock. I'm not kidding. Did you see yesterday mm. or a couple days ago? Biden kind of had a little bit of a gaffe. And he mentioned that the only reason he's still running is because Trump is running. That's it. That's the reason. Yeah. No, nothing else. Yeah, that's not even a gaffe. They're admitting it. The, the, <laughs> the Democrats are doing two things. They're making sure that Donald Trump is the Republican candidate, and they're stopping any Democrats from uh, contesting Joe Spat. It's pretty crazy stuff. I did get a little bit wrapped up in the hype, if you will, over Liz Cheney. My God, I'm pretty sure she spent the night over at MSNBC Studios, and she was on every single program that they have, and they paraded her around all day long as this, you know, oh, she might... She might toss in her hat for a third-party run, you know, take some, take some votes away from Trump. And, uh, no way. Did you not see any of the Liz Cheney love-a-thon going on over the last 48 hours? I think she was on <laughs> CNN, too. I mean, she was everywhere on every news site. They were hyping up the Liz Cheney, man. Uh, I heard a couple of clips, but I didn't see anything. All right, well, I got the goods for you. As always, when I'm seeking out some... Juicy, quality, Trump derangement syndrome. You got to go to Morning Joe. It's the only place, man. I mean, they just got the goods. They, you know, have you seen Morning Joe lately? They do the Mika and the Joe, and then they span, they pan it out, and it's like fifteen guests, dude. It's and it's just they all are just frothing at the mouth, waiting to hate on some Trump. It, it, it's really Morning Kool Aid at this point. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Morning Kool Aid with Joe and me. What's her name? Mika. What the fuck's her name? I'll accept any per- uh, version of her name that you got there. Yeah. <laughs> That was good. So, uh, I really liked that. I, I really, do you know why I like it too? Because I'm still sipping through, uh, the 24 pack of Kool-Aid that was purchased over Thanksgiving break for the kids that weren't allowed to drink sugar. And uh, so, dude, come on. I drank half of them. Mike, don't get out of here. There's only like six left when I left. Mike heroically chugged through about half of the pack. And now I'm, uh, slowly getting through the rest. <laughs> the fucking eight ounces, dude. They're so good. I don't eat, I don't consume sugar. So like one of those, man, I can't sleep for two days. Oh, uh, that door just cracked a little bit more. We're about uh, <laughs> 95%, folks. 96, maybe. <laughs> All right. Sugar, watching your feminine fatigue there, huh? Well, you know, bikini season is just around the corner, and I got to compete with Dylan Mulvaney in the next contest. So, you know, it's, uh, it comes down to uh, the hips. comes down to the hips, folks. It's all about the hips, which Dylan Mulvaney will never have. <laughs> I've been seeing Dylan Mulvaney pop up, and he's, like, dressing up in, like, schoolgirl outfits, and he's kind of playing into the whole pedo thing. Really? I haven't been paying attention. I don't know if he, he was still around. Yeah, he's around, you know. And I only get it when, you know, like the Matt Walsh's in the conservative arena, uh, you know, kind of lose their mind over whatever gimmicks he's tossing out there on the YouTube. I can't wait to find Matt Walsh fucking a tranny. Dude, you I know, know that's it's gonna going to happen. Out. How do you... Dude, I've seen, I've seen stuff where he is a tranny. That's blown my mind. I try not to go down those rabbit holes too much. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. He went to college with Michelle Obama? Uh, <laughs> dude, that's so funny. Now, I guarantee you he's going to get caught like cheating on his wife with a tranny. That's all he talks about is trannies and like a Christian man and you know, the wife and kids. And, dude, you're sleeping around on your wife with a fucking tranny for sure. I'm excited for that one. It's going to be fantastic. You're right, too. I mean, it's always the staunch, you know, ultra-evangelical conservative who gets caught doing the toe tap at the bathroom in the airport with the gay fella. You know, that's always how it goes. The one who's screaming the loudest about gays. (laughs) Yes, dude. That's going to be the best because the lady in drag will turn out to be Ben Shapiro. That's going to be the best part. (laughs) And here's the plot twist, folks. I'm the guy piloting the chemtrail planes. I know, it's crazy. I, I have to admit it. It's The guilt has just been eating me alive, man. I just, you know, I'm obsessed. I'm freaking obsessed. I knew, I knew it was your name on those contracts. That's right. They're spraying us like bugs, and by they, I mean me. I've been doing it this whole time. I'm in cahoots with Bill Gates, that sleazy bastard. It was me running from Sandy Hook into the woods. <laughs> All right, let's listen to uh, this Dyke show here on Morning Joe. Uh, I'm sorry, on Morning Kool-Aid. They're going to lay it on <laughs> thick. I hope you guys are all prepared. So, so Liz, what do you say to people who, who accuse you, me, a lot of us, of, of just ca- catastrophizing, being hysterical 
um, when when we bring up the fact that he's talking about terminating the Constitution, assassinating generals that disagree with him, taking TV networks he's off. Never he said assassinate generals. Uh, never. Have you ever uh, heard Donald Trump say he's going to assassinate anybody? I, right. This is some of the most absolute insane over the top language i have ever heard on one of these news shows it, it, the combination of this guy's hysterics and then what liz brings to the table it, it, she takes it to the next level i mean they just they talk about this guy like he's hitler and we have to stop hitler before he comes to power i mean he literally just said he talks openly about uh, throwing out democracy and assassinating generals <laughs> There's no way they're going to allow you to get away with that. <laughs> right? Even talking about it. There's it's, no way. It's so fantastical. It's so imaginative. It's so outrageous. Well, how could, how did they get away with just saying this stuff? I mean, the, you know, it's entertainment. I get it. They're not technically news, so they're allowed to say whatever they want. But wow, this is, <laughs> this is over the top, man. Uh, the, the best part about the whole thing is you always have to remember when they're talking about Trump that we all, that, that the Republican Party presented them somebody who was actually kind of an upstanding citizen, somebody that, not Trump, in Ron DeSantis, right? <laughs> and everybody on the left simultaneously went from talking about how Trump is going to ruin democracy yeah. and kill, kill his opponents. That's right. To then going, who? Ron DeSantis? Ah, he's wearing lifts in his boots. <laughs> All right, so that's an equivalent evil there. I mean, I just can't get over the fact that the dude was president for four years. How many generals did he kill? <laughs> just uh, Flynn. What was that guy? Killed right. his career. Killed his career, yeah. But it's well-deserved, I guess. Uh, you know. I think oh, yeah. if you side with Trump, you know, you Trump calls you and offers you a job, it's only going to result in you being embarrassingly fired, and then he's going to ridicule you online. That's how it works. Well, you know what you're signing up for. And all those assholes thought they were going to take the job and show Trump. Yeah? He's, he's not playing. You know, it's crazy, and I, I almost feel like we can all agree on this, both sides of the aisle. I feel like we're all secretly really anticipating that first tweet after he's inaugurated. <laughs> you know he's just going to say, I'm back, right? It's going to be fantastic. Oh, uh, you'll just see the heads blow up. Oh, it's going to be so good, dude. I just, I have a feeling he tweeted one time, I think, right? And he hasn't done it since. And I know truth is dying out, so he's going to have to come back to, to the Twitterverse, the Xverse. But, uh, you know, I th he's going to have to do it in some grand fashion. So I imagine he'll do it, you know, either maybe not election night. He'll have to wait till he actually gets let into the White House. They might not let him in. Because <laughs> it's all projection with the Democrats. You know what I mean? Like, imagine if everything they say about him, how he would refuse to leave the White House and, you know, summon his own private army and, you know, all this stuff. Like, maybe that's what the Democrats are planning to do. I was thinking about that. They kind of fucked themselves because they really can never go back to that 2016 like mentality of when, oh the election was rigged. Donald Trump is the illegitimate president. Right. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you really can never go back to that now. 
know if he wins overwhelmingly, and it, it's starting to look like a lot more other demographics are jumping onto the Trump train a little here. Uh, if it kind of is this big wave of, you know, support for this guy, you know, there's just going to be no possible chance that anyone on the left can claim it was stolen. Yeah, I don't think it's as uh, I don't think he's as ahead as the polls are saying. No, I never trust I th- the polls. I think the left. I think you hear a lot of guys talk about. It. I think they're absolutely right when they say a lot of these polls. You're just seeing people like they're angry at Biden for the Israel thing. A lot of them are angry that he's not stopping Israel, which is crazy. You know, I was not um, into. I guess the terminology of what is happening right now within the division of the people on the left. I it took me like a month to figure out that people were doing that sea to river to sand whatever thing. I don't even know what that <laughs> I have river no, to the sea. whatever that is. I have no idea, but it was a big deal apparently to a bunch of people uh within the the division of the people on the left and you know, now uh I had no idea there was this nickname now for Joe, the genocide Joe. Uh, these fucking people, they're saying, ge- they're, they're calling everybody. They're saying everybody's guilty of genocide. Okay. All right. Well, you know. Uh, it's, it's the new racism. It's the new racism. <laughs> That's what happens. Man. It's so stupid. That's they're beautiful. like going in front of every business in Trinity. You can't hide. You're guilty of genocide. It's like, wow. dude, everybody's guilty of genocide. Get the fuck out of here. Oh, people man. People haven't killed anybody. Well, I'm sure Dashiki man down in Tennessee has jumped on board. And oh, what happened to Dashiki? <laughs> yeah, he's been quiet. Dashiki guy's been quiet, man. Ever since the shooter was, you know, it was revealed that they were racist, uh, you know, he, he's not as big a supporter of that movement anymore. Yeah, that was a bad one. Bad look. History is going to look poorly on all these people. I've said it since 2020 with the lockdowns and everybody who supported the COVID restrictions and anything with it. Uh, history will look very poorly upon you, and you will be remembered in the worst light. There's no doubt about it. It's going to look really bad uh, Henry Kissinger and Liz Cheney, too. We got to well, get this clip. Let's do it. <laughs> Those that he opposes, um, former lawyers that have been sufficient, insufficiently loyal. What do you, how do you explain to your friends, your former allies, and other skeptics that this is a decision between democracy and authoritarianism in 2024. Well, I think that you... you... It's crazy because that's the first time I've agreed with Joe in a long time over here <laughs> on the morning uh, Kool-Aid show. I, I have to totally agree with the man. We, it does feel like we're choosing in this election truly between authoritarianism and democracy. I can't believe I'm agreeing. I, I, just, got, I just got one question for you, Joe. Now, you're saying authoritarianism versus democracy, and democracy is the side that has one person nobody can contest. <laughs> and the authoritarian side is the one that started off with 16 candidates and through debates and everything is like narrowed it down to about four or five people. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you understand what, what, what I don't think you understand the definition of those words. Or he does, and I think there's a lot of twisting going on and projection. Again, I, I can't get this kind of salty taste out of my mouth with these people that, like, they're, they're kind of saying what they're going to do. Yeah, that's all it is. It does feel that way. 
that's exactly what we have to do. And I think part of it is um, remembering that there are certain people that we aren't going to convince. There are people that are going to be with Trump no matter what. But, but there are more people, um, Republicans, Democrats, independents, um, who we have to make sure they understand he's not a choice. He's not Excuse an option. Me? He's not fit for this office. And, um, and I think that those are the people who are listening. Those are people we have to mobilize and motivate uh, to stand against the danger that he presents. And I think that, that the facts matter. You know, there are a lot of people today who I think, you know, say, well, the truth doesn't matter anymore. For some segment of the population, that's true. It doesn't. Um, but far more people uh, are willing to listen. And, and I think that because this isn't just us imagining what he would do, it's, it's us saying, take him seriously. He's telling us what he will do. Every single day, yeah. he does that. Um, and, I, and just reminding mm -hmm. people they can't think of him as an option uh, when they go in to vote in 2024. Oh, he's not an option. Mm -hmm. See, folks? And they tried really hard here in Colorado. We had a court case where the Secretary of State put all her effort into getting Trump off the ballot here. They do not want him to be a choice. Nah, they really need him to be the choice. Listen to this language, man. This is freaking crazy. I've never yeah, heard this they're before. Say, they're saying never this mind. on Morning Joe because they know it's just the Democrats watching him. Oh, I know. They but need you... him to be the candidate. They need to keep this up. Like that's why they actually love him because they could keep, you know, no matter what they say about him, they could keep scaring their people, and he keeps, you know, gaining traction on the Republican side. I just find this so interesting, only because here in Colorado, that case was all over the news that people were really into getting him off the ballot here, uh, because that's democracy, folks. Right. right. Well, that's not the authoritarians. No, right? no. True democracy. The is, yeah. <laughs> you get your opponent just stricken from the ballot. Right. <laughs> Based on technicalities. Yeah. yeah. Then you get all the votes. Sure. It's some, you could vote for a Green Party guy. Throw your vote away. Who cares? Right. Or you could write it in. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't even matter, too, because you're mailing in your vote and we know how you register and we throw away all the R's, anyways. Right. <laughs> Right in the or trash. we put a hole in the envelope so that we could see who you voted for. Yeah, and opening it. on top of all of it, we're flooding the mailboxes with all our 10,000 mules. Where my Dinesh is at Where's out Dinesh? there? Come on, Dinesh. Yeah. So, all right, Liz Cheney, she's claiming Donald not going to be a choice. They're trying to do it here in Colorado. And Morning Joe Scarborough trying so very hard to paint Donald as the New Age Stalin of <laughs> the modern era. I mean, assassinate generals. I mean, he went on that. I, I cut him off there. But he was. He said uh, generals, people who don't agree with him. Yeah. How many people has Donald Trump assassinated? And if you guys want to talk kill counts here, let's talk about the Clintons. Good call. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Was it, oh, uh, you know, that's true. Trump did have that one cook that mysteriously ended up drowning in a pool. Oh, no, no, oh. that was Obama. Oops. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's a potential gay lover there. Yeah. A lot, a lot of people seem to be going missing around the Obamas, the Bushes, the Clintons. <laughs> Not around the Trumps. Actually, people around the Trumps just tend to make money. I don't know. It's really wild, right? Yeah, you don't have a kill count for Trump, do you? No. No kill count. Except for pussy. 
Oh. oh that's called slaying, <laughs> baby. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Well, speaking of kill counts and the Clintons, Mike, you are psycho and or you like to take a little peek there at the docket that I sent you. Hillary was making the rounds this weekend or I think this week. I can't remember. I'm losing track of all the days. Because of the CERN machine, I can only presume it's just warping our time around us. However, uh, Hillary was, I guess, talking climate like everyone's <laughs> did talking. You, did you look at Shazam recently? Turns out Kazam was a movie, but it was Don Cheadle. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah. They keep turning that machine on, man. <laughs> it would be really funny if they kind of, you know, flicked a, the wrong lever on the CERN machine and we warp through some sort of uh, time portal and everything uh, is starring Don Cheadle. That would be oh, crazy. That would be hilarious. Or like Don Cheadle in this universe is like the Brad Pitt. Right uh, of this place, Don Cheadle. He kind of is like the Black Brad Pitt, huh? I don't know if I'd go that far. Uh, maybe no. Who? I guess that'd be Idris Elba. No, I don't know Idris Elba. I I can't he's really. Like the George Clooney. He's got, yeah, he's got that older, gentlemanly look going on. I don't know who would be the the Black Brad Black Pitt. Brad Pitt. <laughs> maybe I'd have to just give it to Don Cheadle. I don't know, <laughs> just because I don't know a lot of actors. Yeah, maybe Will Smith? I don't know. Uh, I don't know about Will Smith. I, I'm really excited for the Will Smith comeback extravaganza year. It's got to probably start within the next year or so, right? Or is he done? I mean, a lot of weird stuff came out after the slap. Like, his marriage is totally bonkers with that weirdo chick, Jada Pinkett Smith. And then on top of all that... Uh, his one like lifelong like best friend business partner guy came out and said Will was gay and got caught doing gay sex stuff with dudes on Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Like he's kind of had a rough year. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think he's coming back. He, he's like banned from the Oscars, right? Oh yeah, you're right. I forgot for like yeah. ten years. Ten years, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Academy Awards for ten years. <laughs> I think it's the same, right? Oscars, war, I don't know what it is. But either way, uh, you're right. He's not allowed to go there anymore. Or maybe just win an award. Maybe he could show up and hang out, but not in the front row, right? No, he, he's like not allowed. Not in allowed place. in there. That's <laughs> too funny. <laughs> You know, let's see here. We got time. Okay, I'm going to do it. I'm doing it because we're talking comebacks. We're talking black actors. We're talking black Brad Pitt. I'm going to say Jamie Foxx. Oh, this is so gay. So he's just, yeah, he literally just can't show up to the to attend, but he can still win. Yeah, no, they, they like Will Smith. Mm. All right. Well, speaking of these awesome black actors, Mike, a guy who we never thought we'd see again finally made a live appearance, not 
half a mile away on the back of a boat, drifting <laughs> off into the sunset. Jamie Foxx is alive, Not a Jamie I Fox. think. The Oscar winner made his first public appearance after being hospitalized. Marco Morgan is here now with his story. Good morning, DeMarco. Good morning to you, and what a moment it was. The actor at one point fighting back tears at the beginning of his acceptance speech, expressing an even greater sense of gratitude for his life as it is now, and at times still doing what he does best, bringing the laughs. Jamie Overnight, Fox. Jamie Foxx making a surprise appearance at the Critics' Choice Celebration, marking his first public appearance since being hospitalized for a serious medical incident back in April. I want to thank uh, everybody. Um, I've been through something. I've been through some things. You know, it's crazy. I couldn't do that six months ago. I couldn't actually walk. To all right, all right. I just wanted to hear, let you guys hear his voice. He's alive. And uh, he was there on video, not real life video though, like good quality video. It was like cell phone quality. So I'm still a little skeptical about this Jamie Foxx. It did look like him. So I'm, you know, I'm leaning a little off of the clone scenario. Maybe I was gonna say I think they cloned him, dude. This is a weird one. He, that's weird. I think they cloned him, dude. I'm pretty sure they cloned this guy. Hmm. It seems like he died from the vaccine, man. It has to be. Or, I mean, the stuff they're saying about the neurological effects of the vaccine is crazy. Yeah, I watched, uh, I was listening to, I think, some Dr. Mike Yeadon. He used to work with Pfizer a decade ago, and he's been one of the more vocal people about uh, the nefarious elements within the vaccine and how they weren't accidental. Because when you craft these mRNA vaccines, everything is very specifically designed. Uh, and he he was describing in his video how uh, the way these nanolipid particles are designed, they right at the immediate injection site, they instantly broke through all cell walls and just went to the sex organs and to the brains. Yeah, it's just, it's terrible. The way he talks about it, I'm not smart enough to. <laughs> Do it any justice, but yeah, we're certified pre idiots, no doubt about it. <laughs> pretty much, the vaccine forced your body, like all, it, like your body's producing cells that your body is then fighting and killing. Yes, and then yeah. it's like it, it like doesn't recognize these cells, so it kills them, and then that spike protein or whatever's in there is causing uh, the blood clots and everything. Once the cell is dead, your body starts fighting against like you or yourself. Yeah. It's pretty nasty, and specifically the spike protein and all that stuff was just kind of, it seems like it was specifically going to the brain, and then also, and that's why you have so many neurological issues, and it, like um, Justin Bieber with the half-face stroke, you know, going on. And, oh, you know, God, how could you forget? Right, like everybody, there's a lot of neurological stuff, but also the big one, which he kind of hammers home and kind of was chilling in my mind, uh, was how they directly go to ovaries. I mean, very, very directly to ovaries and attack the ovaries and render the women infertile and that leads to the ovarian cancers and cysts and everything else that has just been skyrocketing. And what's the term that we love in 2023, which should have been person of the year, maybe term of the year, turbo cancer, right? Everybody <laughs> got fucking turbo cancer this past year. Well, you can thank those nanolipid particles and the spike protein and all that junk and 
whatever that I'm too stupid to understand or know how to pronounce, but it's in there. It was in the shots. It goes through your bloodstream, breaks through the cells, and uh, it was attacking um, the sex organs. And, dude, if you needed to, des- to design something that wipes out the old folks and renders the young people infertile, come on. I mean, game, set, match. This is They nailed it with this thing. This is the most perfect biological weapon. If you wanted to really stop the movement and progression of the population, this is it. This is democide. They did it. They pulled it off. It's successful. They, they inoculated like 5.8 billion people, man. <laughs> That's a lot of people. Did you see that video I sent you? Uh, yeah. Well, uh, Russell Brand, and then he talks to the... He, he plays the clip from the uh, the captain in the Marine Corps. Yes. Yeah, so what was that about, actually? Can you give me a quick it's rundown? Very scary. This guy, everybody, or, like, you, I can't even find this guy anymore online. It's so hard to find the clip. But he, like, posted, uh, he was posting the numbers for enlisted or active duty pilots, I believe, in the, Air, in the Marine Corps. It was, like, fixed wing pilots or something. But bottom line was, over the past three years, there are now 950% increase in heart problems. Yes, it's so insane, man. 950%, that's tenfold. There's 10 times as many people with heart problems. And we're talking pilots in the military. You don't get in better shape. It's crazy because I don't have the greatest math skills. And when I saw that 900 something percent in my brain it equated to whoa that's a lot dude yeah i know that's a lot that's like that's a huge number i can't even comprehend like 100 percent to me is like everything you know like that's a lot 100 percent is a lot of stuff hearts heart problem (laughs) so when you go past 100 percent, my stupid pea brain is just like man what that's crazy that seems (laughs) that seems insanely high and then the, some of the people on the left were arguing that, like, well, if you go from one a year to ten a year, that's a 900% increase. <laughs> yeah, but it's still that fucking ten pilots are having heart attacks. It's a lot when you used to have one a year. Like, it's the military, lot, the best dude. part about the military is nothing but young people. It's young men in, the, in peak health. I've been seeing some stuff online lately. A lot of weird reports about how they're not reporting it but behind the scenes there are a lot of kind of uh health issues happening to these pilots in midair and they're really trying to conceal what's going on but the major concern right now is that there's going to be a major accident at some point because these pilots are fairly unwell because they had to be vaccinated to get their job or keep it it's insane and i can't tell you our, our fucking parents included. I can't tell you how many fucking people now are like, Mike, we, we never believed it was 100% safe and effective. Oh, no. Yeah, the, Come on. Then why the fuck did you agree with the vaccine passport? The mandates? You guys were all fucking in on it. Then why did you go get the two shots? But then once the myocarditis and everything came out, nobody got the booster. Why? They were right about the first two shots, not about the rest. Why? What was your line in the sand there where you, your brain power overtook all the experts? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And then why isn't it that when you realized, my gosh, I had been had or no, I don't trust you anymore, 
you know, where's the apology to all us playgrats now for the year and a half where you treated us like second-class citizens? Seriously. Because now you've joined our ranks. You are now questioning the experts just like we were. So now <laughs> you are gutter trash like, like us. I'll never, I'll never forget when everybody in the family said you and Emma couldn't come to Chicago because you were, you were going to kill Nona. We're going to kill you everybody. You were going to kill Nona. All the people on the plane, everyone, man. Not only was I not vaccinated, I was a conservative. You listen to Alex Jones. <laughs> <laughs> Nona's already dead. Practically dead already, Frank. <laughs> you killed her. And then... Like, literally, and then two weeks later, they show up at the house. Nona's got her backpack all packed up. Where are you guys going? Oh, we're taking a trip to Kentucky to meet our aunt and her, her wife from Florida. So you have multi-state people traveling to meet in the middle. It's like, and I, oh, but Mike, we know how to be safe. <laughs> because you listen to Dr. Fauci and the fucking Democrats? Well, yeah. And so you, now you know how to protect yourself from this virus? Because they were going to be hanging out with other vaccinated masked people, and they knew I was an anti-masker, anti-vaxxer, and I was somebody living my life freely and easily during the pandemic. I actively sought out places that were communal, open, illegally open and you know serving drinks where people could be unmasked unvaxxed and having a good time i did that all throughout the pandemic plague rip that's right i you bet it absolutely <laughs> what was really sad is that guy broke it down that doctor from pfizer um doctor, talked about dr mikey the really there was no pandemic no the pandemic <laughs> is the vaccine if you yes. look at like excess mortality Nobody died. It was our big, it was our literal biggest joke of the podcast. Nobody died in 2020. They literally <laughs> had to kill people by putting them on ventilators. He even talked about it how, like, people were going to the hospital with like pneumonia and they were pumping them with, up with so much opioids that the body was just shutting down. They were actively killing people and then marking it as COVID because they were getting financial kickbacks from the major institutions. This was all a money grab, this is all a scheme and a oh, scam. I mean, those serious excess mortality rates didn't even pop up until 2021. It was like once we started vaccinating, now those numbers have not gone down. I think they said we're at like 50, 60,000 excess mortality. Got, people, we, we just have so many more people, like 50, 60,000 more than we should. And we, uh, we don't know why. I mean, come on, man. When they like put your mind back in that place, right? And late 2020 where Trump is still president and Biden is getting the Trump vaccine and they start rolling that thing out. I'm not kidding. That was the moment where I turned down. I said, I am not getting that shit. And it had nothing to do oh, with yeah. politics or anything. It had everything to do with my distrust of government, my, you know, natural tendency to lean towards tinfoil hattery. And also, I just really deeply felt like the whole thing was bullshit. We were being scammed, and the whole lockdown was designed to get us in our homes. So that way we had to take the shots to get out of our homes. I could smell it from the second it was rolled out. It didn't matter if it was Trump or Biden. I knew right away what was happening. This was our card. It was, it was there. Yeah, it was bullshit, man. It's fucking Remember crazy. the lines? Everything, man. I'm not kidding, Everybody dude. Just like fighting to get the fucking vaccine. 
Ugh. Dude, there's just so much stuff out there in the conspiracy circles years before this. Alex Jones was talking about it. You know, dude, there's even some mainstream like Fox TV clip of Jesse Ventura and Alex Jones talking about how with some old lady back in like 2012, how they're going to roll out a vaccine and everyone's going to willingly line up to take it. And it sounded so insane. It was mocked, you know, by everyone. And then 10 years later, man, not even there we were lining up, dude, the, the cars, the parking lots, everything, dude. I, it was so shocking to me that everyone was just so willing to take something that had had zero proof of working. There was no long-term data. And you know what killed me too? This is what, and they stopped using the phrase, but it was really bothering me from the onset. Uh, the like new technology. They kept calling it yeah. mRNA technology. Like, why do you want to put technology in my body? Good call. That's and, I, and I like <laughs> how this virus that was a, you know, this virus that was probably the big, it was probably the biggest threat to mankind that was then curbed by the greatest invention of this remarkable vaccine and out of all those guys that worked to 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 quell the effects of the pandemic and all the people that worked hard to to build this miracle cure person of the year was taylor swift that's right yeah (laughs) (laughs) so it's kind of hard for me to believe the importance of everything else going on when person of the year was taylor swift (laughs) right you know the two scientists or virologists or biologists, whatever they are, what are the ists, they won the Nobel Prize this year for creating the mRNA vaccine. No. Yeah, man. Oh, yeah. They got that Nobel. They're talking about using it to fight cancer. They're going to use it for everything, man. It's great, dude. Yeah. Uh, you know, any sickness you have, right? You take this mRNA technology that we just experimented with. It's good for you. Trust us. And then on top of it, right? Uh, not only with the fatness now, I'm seeing with the Wagovi and the Ozempic and Mongerno, all these other uh, fat loss drugs that they are pumping people with. They're seeing that they're fantastic for getting people to quit drinking alcohol. So I guarantee you the next company, we did a little segment about a week ago on Weight Watchers joining forces with the uh, Ozempic, Wagovi, and implementing the whole using these drugs to lose weight along with watching your weight. And really now you just you inject yourself with the Wagovi, your insides melt, and you watch them leak out your anus. It's incredible stuff. <laughs> it's, it's great. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, and you can't do well, anything about it. you don't watch it leak out because you can't move. Yeah, exactly. Kids, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Your it's kids. great entertainment for the kids. The family can watch you zombify and <laughs> melt away. It's beautiful. Uh, uh, so, yeah, now if you're an alcoholic, right, you can take the Wagovi. I can absolutely see some new version of AA coming out where they it's you know works hand in hand with the ozempic and you know you got to do something outside of aa we know in our culture these days you can't accept any organization that's associated with religion or the bible or christianity like come on man that's gross so no we gotta we gotta get off of that and create a new aa for the modern world because uh aa is always against that like aa is really big on like the 
they don't like the use of like uh, methadone. Oh, that's like, what I'm uh, saying. I think the government wants to create its own AA. You know, they want to. Oh, yeah, they want to end GA, AA. government yeah. anonymous. GA, dude. They, <laughs> they want to do some. They want to get rid of the AA. They don't want something that's religious based and teaches people to you know handle their issues and problems. Right. And, you know, donations. Yeah, no, 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 no. We'll pump yeah. you up with some Wagovi, man. You'll melt away and never even think about drinking oh, how alcohol. How dare you better yourself without paying Pfizer? It's <laughs> crazy. <laughs> And how dare you better yourself without sickening yourself further to have to take more medications from Pfizer? See how it works? From Pfizer. <laughs> Listen, Pfizer did not spend all this money buying politicians for them to pass laws that don't force you to take Pfizer products. Come on. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I'm, I'm jumping on board with this nut job I see on the X, formerly known as Twitter. Who keeps pushing this idea that a lot of the sickness we're seeing with this white lung disease and the respiratory issues is from the outrageous, out of control, nonstop chemtrailing we've been seeing? And I, I <laughs> did you I'm see that? On oh, board. Did you see that new RSV vaccine? Lay it on me. I'm very Bro, excited for this. They want you if you're a pregnant woman. It's like 30 weeks or something. You're like four weeks. You're about to burst. You're like four weeks from giving birth. They want you to go take a vaccine so that it'll get into your kid's bloodstream and prevent RSV. My uh, God. Uh, something man. that nobody heard of like two years ago. This is freaking me out, man. I mean, people are way too trusting of the science. Stop taking shots, people. Stop taking shots. <laughs> oh, it's... Oh. I mean, I mean, just it, seventy-two just, shots. Were just they Google, at? just Google the shots they were taking a hundred years ago. <laughs> it will make you fucking cringe. They were shooting mercury into their fucking urethras. Google okay. what they were shooting into kids thirty-eight years ago in nineteen eighty-five. It was almost nothing compared to what they're doing now. Mm. Whatever it was gave us a big dick, though. Oh. <laughs> And gets you about three quarters of the way out that closet, folks. So just be careful with what uh, well, the science... That was the downside. Half of us are gay, but we all got the big dicks now, you know? <laughs> oh, there's always a downside to the science, right? That's the problem. You know, we, we yeah. trust it too much, man. can never quite figure it all out. <laughs> so close to being God, yet so far. That's why Fauci... Maybe that's the problem with Fauci, right? He never got the right vaccine to get the giant dong so he's been testing all these different ways to you know he'll someday get the giant dong vaccine correct and you know he'll he'll be the man that he's always dreamed of well you can tell Fauci was a true democrat because really with his research he just never had enough money frank (laughs) you just needed to give him a little more money and a little more power and then he would have figured it out you know (laughs) it's never actually your fault that he failed (laughs) i don't know if you know this (laughs) <laughs> he had the answers. He had the know-how and the will. Just needed the power and the money. You know? <laughs> Same thing with Democrats and climate change. Nancy Pelosi just needs more of your money, Frank, and a little bit more control over your life. And she could solve the planet. It, yes, but only from the confines of her beachfront property in southern Florida. <laughs> That's the only place she could solve the problem of climate change. <laughs> Well, yeah, she can't go to her beachfront property in California. 
Not because of seawater rise or anything, but because of guys with hammers. Yeah, the pappy, man. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs>